This is a Rooster Teeth production. <laughs> and just look how happy he is, folks. <laughs> One. What it do, everybody, guys? It is Tuesday. Really? In the in the mortal words of Paul Wall, what it do, uh, folks? It's Tuesday. It's the most. Uh, welcome to the show. We have a very Texas themed show, so I thought I'd start us off with a little Texas Texas rap. Um, this is the most, uh, which is brought to you by ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN. Uh, they keep your data private. Uh, they keep your ISP masked. Uh, they keep, uh, you know, ISPs from getting their little grubby mitts on your data packets and then selling you or rather, uh, serving you ads based on what you're searching, which is uh, real creepy. If you ask me, it's some real, uh, boundary, some real boundary issues there. Uh, but we'll talk about them later on in the show. We appreciate you tuning in. I am one of your hosts of the most Andrew Rosas. And I'm the other one, Drew Saplin. Hi. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Today, today I would call a Drew themed episode because my the people we invited on are my guests. Uh, you yeah. know, them too. you know them too, Andrew. But I know. Um, I, I, I the most isn't the only podcast I work on. I work on another one called How to Texas, and the co-hosts of that show are on with us today. We have Francis Roman and Samantha Bennett. Hello, dudes. Hello. Hey. Caught hey. You we caught you sipping. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my intro. No. For <laughs> uh, the show, is I always awkwardly introduce the guests, so uh, don't worry. Uh, this isn't the first time I've been like, "Hey, here's the guests," and then all of a sudden people popped up. Most of the time, also, I try to yawn while the camera's not on me, and Cody likes to cut to me yawning a lot. Yeah, uh, just real. So you can hold your like Cody yawns. I tried to. Yeah, I definitely tried to, and then try to like wait until the Cody's not uh, the Cody's not on me. The Cody. Have you ever tried to suppress a cough so long that you've started to tear up? Oh, 100%. No, but it, yes. but it sounds like you have. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> I feel like uh, everyone has done that, especially like if you're at the grocery store, even with your mask on, it's like, I don't want to make any sound. Oh, yeah. If you cough, I feel time. like anytime I cough with my mask on, I'm like, cool, somebody's going to shoot me. Like, I'm, uh, there's like a little red uh, laser like on the back of my head of like, take him out, take him down. <laughs> Mine's more I, related to like set. Go oh quiet. yeah, cool. yeah. Quiet, being quiet. Being yeah. quiet on set. I went to a coffee shop the other day, and thankfully this person was sitting far away from me. But it uh -oh. would, and it was outside. It was outside. But a person, a lady, was dry coughing, pro like loudly, probably like every minute, every minute or so. And they're just like, here's the thing: even if you don't have COVID. What are you doing out in public with a cough? Like, right. get thee to your own home or a doctor or something. Like, I just, unconscionable. Get thee, like, get thee to a nunnery, yes. Yeah, I could yeah. not believe it. I, I was just like, me. what the fuck are you doing? This is insane. Um, this is insane. <laughs> and here's the thing. Again, sitting far away, but still, like, nervous. Also I, that, uh, Nate, like, Nate Bargatze yeah. has a great bit about it. Just like public coughing, done with that. We're done yeah. with that. That's in the past. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. No, thank you. On a cake, done with that. It's also that like those people who do like that little kid cough where they stick out their tongue like that. Mm. <laughs> like that yeah, one. like I do that yeah. sometimes. <laughs> do adults do that? Okay, I guess Sam. Samantha knows it sometimes. <laughs> I've seen her do it. 
Um, but uh, going back to it, so who are you people on the bottom of the corner? I know your names, but what do you do? identify yourselves? Why are you on the Yeah, go first. Uh, well, Sam, uh, Fran just outed me as Sam, so I guess I'm Sam. Um, I work with Drew and Francis on a podcast called How to Texas. And your shirt's Woo. dirty. Cause me and, uh, not me, this one. Me and Fran are both. Uh, me and Fran are both repping the brand. Yeah, mine's in the laundry. Oh, yeah. So, but see, you I thought I would match The Andrew. most doesn't even. The most doesn't even have a shirt. We'll have shirts one day. We'll, we'll have, have shirts, shirts one day. And snap back. The very and... day before we're canceled. Yes. Like the day before we're canceled, we'll think, have a shirt. I think we've only got like four <laughs> more weeks. It's like Groundhog Day. I think we're gonna get canceled right around Groundhog Day. That's how you six more weeks of winter. <laughs> no more but then we're, we're, you end up doing yeah. it every day for the rest of your life yeah. because it's the same Groundhog most episode forever until we're dead. Um so precisely. What is what is how to Texas? Why why should anybody listening to this? Fran didn't listen? introduce herself. Oh yeah, I, for, I get I get ahead of myself. <laughs> Fran, who are you? What do you do? Okay, no one no, cares. I'm out it as Fran. Um I'm Francis Ramon. I'm a writer, director, collaborator with my buds, Drew Saplin and Samantha Bennett. And we are the co-hosts and producers of How to Texas. And what is like, okay, now, yeah. I can, now I can do it. What is How to Texas? How many episodes is it? Where can I find it? Who are like, what's the deal with it? Uh, How to Texas is a filmmaking podcast, uh, spotlighting really cool Texas crew. And we got six episodes, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Samantha, what am I missing? And presumably other places, too. But uh... <laughs> On the wind, in a seashell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, hold, a, hold a shell up to your ear. Let us you'll know. Hear. We'll yeah. call you. We'll, yeah, we'll come to your house. We can do a group call. <laughs> we'll, we do kids' parties. Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole thing. We just come <laughs> to your house. Available. And then... Just, yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys are like making balloon animals whilst also doing a podcast. You're like, yeah, yeah here's a giraffe. Yeah. Now, uh, anyway, and about Drew Texas just film. spouts off random facts from previous movies that have been made. Yeah. It's great. Uh, does anybody else in this conversation have a hard time with not looking at the IMDb trivia during a movie? I was having a, real, I was at the movies last night and was having just a really hard time about 25 minutes in being like, I need to know more. I need to go deeper. <laughs> I don't really feel compelled to do that when I go out, but at home, I definitely do that. I definitely have missed Yeah, definitely at home. Night. Well, also the screening I was at last night, you, Sam, you were with me. The screening we were at last night was not a traditional screening. It was in like a, it was a bar. It's like a seated bar. Like an underground theater. Underground. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I felt more, I felt like it was easier to look at my phone. But yeah, about 25 minutes. Yeah, we also had like a street light coming in through the door, shining right into our eyes. So and, oh, and at one the point, phone screen very, wouldn't a very drunk me. man yelling into the bar while everybody's trying to enjoy a movie. Yeah. Uh, and the most aggressive run to the door by the man in front of us to go shush him. The guy seated in front it. of us decided to like sprint out of his chair. But then It went from like leave. zero to a hundred. Oh and then God. he went over there. I thought he was going to hit him or something, but he I just thought, stopped. Yeah. It looked like he was oh about God. to pop and punch this guy off of the balcony. It was uh whoa. It was a, it was a rad time though. Uh, our buds over. At the was the mo was the movie up. as interesting as the sideshow that was, was going uh, on over there? Not at that <laughs> moment. I mean, not at the moment, but it was Phantom of the Paradise, so uh, it was weird as shit. Um, or as Drew likes to say, Phantom of the Paradiso. <laughs> because I get Cinema Paradiso <laughs> yeah. and Phantom of the Paradise confused. Oh, I, I definitely get, uh -huh. thought that was the real title, just because Drew's been saying it that way. 
Different movies. Phantom of the Paradise. Misinformation, misinformation, Drew. You're just spreading lies. So ninety percent of what comes out of my mouth is just misinformation. (laughs) (laughs) I'll vouch for that. Unless you're listening to the How to Texas podcast, in which case, which is one hundred percent, mostly yes. Way to bring it back. We know of. Yeah, and what? What? Hold on a second, because now, now I'm going to put my, I'm going to put, take off my Spurs hat and put my investigative journalism hat on. It's the same hat. Um, What is How to Texas about? You said it's a filmmaking podcast, but enlighten me, elucidate our audience uh, uh, on what, on what this podcast, what is the nitty gritty? What is it? What does it cover? Oh, thank you for asking. Real gotcha podcasting. Um, Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Diane Sawyer. Uh, that's a great question. It's about it's about Texas filmmakers, uh, but not the filmmakers you might think of, uh, not the producers or the directors or the DPs. Uh, it's about the Texas crew, uh, people like props masters, um, PAs, casting directors, animal trainers, stuntmen, and uh, am I missing anyone? Oh, locations. Locations. Oh man, the real the real boots on the ground, the real front lines, trenches, yeah. folks who are, who are doing the dirty work of getting of yeah. getting shit made here. Yeah, uh, it's real. It's, it's real cool. Uh, uh, it's got a real good vibe, I think, and uh, um, it's a lot of fun to listen to. Much like this podcast, fun. Who's biased because he makes it? Also true. <laughs> Not I, not an untrue statement. I think, yeah, I think he's saying the truth. Not that he's wrong. I'll vouch for you, Drew. Yeah, we all think it's crazy. <laughs> That's good. It would be. It would be. Uh, 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 I, I don't know why you'd be plugging it if you were like, eh, give it a C. That's my own thing. But <laughs> you should uh, check it out, I guess. So maybe, yes, maybe I not. guess. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be worried if you were if you took the attitude that we take to this podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we think it's good. You should fucking listen to it. Yeah, we don't have to. Uh, that's my approach to promoting anything i'm attached to yeah i don't know i I did something it's fine uh i'm getting better i'm slowly getting better at self-promotion i don't i'm in the phase where i think i'm better at it than i actually am i'm on like i over promote don't go to a single of me cody not right now i'm being vulnerable not in this Uh, moment yeah not in this moment uh thank you cody yeah, I just, I keep trying to be like self-promote and then I think I'm like, oh, I'm doing a really good job, but I think I'm just overclocking it by a lot. Like I'm just way too on the other side of like, ooh, that guy talks a lot about himself. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Oh my gosh. For, my li- for, for both of you listeners at home, Cody has zoomed in all the way onto my eyeball in whatever live version of the show we have. Cody, that's enough. Um, go for the teeth. Go for the teeth. Go, oh, go, no, no, this is some. This is this is last known photograph type yeah, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's funny. I you know self promotion uh, sucks, but you have to do it because there's this like I don't know. Maybe you also share anxious brain, which is like the uh, diametrically com- opposed like ideas of like I want to be considered but not perceived. And I think that's like, it's like, ah, I want to be thought about, but on my terms, which is like, so damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no, just like, like the, you know, promote the things you work on and like have uh, confidence and believe in yourself, but also like, don't look at me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I relate uh, to that too much. Yeah. Well, just, you we just talk about scandal. that on the podcast a little bit though. Where yeah, you do. Like, uh, you got to claim, claim what you're doing so you can put it out there so people know. Right. We have a hard time yeah. with that, but we're working on it. 
Well, yeah, because you know, the universe. Exactly. Well, because you know, listen, listen. If you don't like and champion the stuff that you like, your own stuff, like nobody else will. Like right. you're, you're, right. you're, you're, you know, uh, uh, patient zero for your uh, stuff, you know, getting out there uh, and, and spreading. So you know, you got to be, you got to have that, ha got to have the confidence at least, at least to like, you know, set it loose to like push it and go, hey, I made this. This is a thing I did. Like go see it. Go listen to it. Go watch it. Because um, right. we worked really hard on it, which is like a hard, the hard part. I think yeah. the hard I didn't realize part this was a, a therapy podcast. It, it turns. It, <laughs> it, I, I'm liking it. I'm, it jumps. <laughs> it runs the gamut between comedy and then uh, uh, hard life lessons for our audience. Like here, learn from our mistakes. Or for me. Or for yeah. You. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the 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 most print the most brackets cautionary tale. That's what yeah. really like half the podcast. It's like ah yeah, we like yeah we like being uh, children. Don't uh, don't walk the same paths we have. Learn from our mistakes. <laughs> take our yeah. lessons and uh, and and seek seek a better future. Um, so yeah. Andrew, this is the, I see now. I feel self conscious. This is the first time I, I feel like I've promoted anything that's mine on this show. Have you done mm -hmm. anything? Lately, have you done any stand-up shows or um, uh, anything that people can go check out? We never turn it around onto you. We never do. No, it's fine. Uh, well, no, <laughs> I mean, I haven't done any stand-up shows. I am doing a show in two. If you're listening to this uh, or watching this on RTDB right now, this is uh, Tuesday the 4th, the 14th? 14th. Tuesday the 14th. On Wednesday the 15th, tomorrow night, uh, I am doing a show at the Fallout Theater. Uh, called the Year in Review, and uh -huh. uh, last year, last year it was virtual. Today, this uh, tomorrow it's in person. Uh, mask at the Fallout Theater. Mask required. Temperature checks at the door. Uh, so it's we're we're playing it safe, but uh, it's uh, a show where like all the comedians, <laughs> pretty much all the comics in Austin, uh, all the good ones. No, uh, all, the, all the comedians <laughs> in Austin. No chuds. We have a strict no chud policy. Um, <laughs> All the good comics in Austin, uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it that way, uh, do like weekend, up uh, weekend update style jokes for every month of the year. So like oh. January, like, Jan you know, January through December, those are the months. Uh, you've seen a calendar. Uh, the, uh, yeah, we'll have like each, yeah, each, each month we'll get assigned like three or four comedians and then they will get up and do three or four jokes weekend update style on a news story that happened in that month. So uh, tomorrow, I've got uh, September. I'm doing September 2021. Uh, and I will be... Wow. Any flavor? Any flavor you can give us? Any? Uh, uh, any? Any? Uh... Uh, do you want a preview of one oh, of the? Do you want a preview? Want a little preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Do you want a really dark one? Do you want a really mean dark one? <laughs> yeah, go mean dark. <laughs> okay. Yes. This one. This, okay. Here we go. Um. This, this well, not mean. Well, it is mean, and kind of. It's just uh, okay. I will stop. This no is, more uh, preamble. I'm explaining the joke, Andrew. Here we go. Just do Fort, it. Here we go. <laughs> Fort Worth, Texas. Police arrested a man they say killed and dismembered three people. In lighter news, three people no longer live in Fort Worth, Texas. Very good. That's very good. <laughs> assault. Ah, assault. take that. Okay. Take. Take that, Fort Worth, Texas. You piece of... No, actually, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> what did uh, Fort Worth ever do to you? I know. Fort Worth, actually, you know what? Fort Worth, un un underrated, great symphony. Like, I think the third, top-rated <laughs> third symphony in the nation. Fort you Worth, gotta be Texas, shitting yeah. me. The Fort no Worth clue, symphony? No clue, no idea. Huh. Fort Worth symphony. 
Fort Worth Symphony, like third highest is, rated, uh, uh, like symphony. Here's what I know yeah. about. Fort How do you know that? Uh, I went and saw uh, the symphony there, and the person I was with, who was like a classically, like classically trained, like musician, went to University of North Texas, like went went to Denton for composition and stuff. He was like, he went with me, and he was like, oh yeah, this is like the third best symphony in the in the country. This Fort Worth wow. symphony. So. This was also like a decade ago, so maybe that's changed. But or maybe, uh, maybe they, were, they maybe... were good back then. Yeah, heard right. it here first. <laughs> yeah, it's just like football teams. Like it's there's a weird competitive world that we don't know about. It's all symphony based, and it's just like people being traded to different symphonies and like being <laughs> yeah. ranked every year. Like fuck, we were number two last year. Damn it. Uh, just playing cards and everything. I smell a road trip. The last, uh, the last Poncho's All You Can Eat Mexican buffet is in Fort Worth, so I feel like we should go to a night at the Symphony and Poncho's All You Can Eat Mexican buffet. So hell yeah, I'm down. It sounds like a weekend. Have y'all wait of this group? I know Andrew has. I have. Have Fran? Have you been to a Poncho's? I have not been to a Poncho's. Samantha. A poncho. No, we've talked about this. this. Is gonna turn not... into we a have poncho's talked podcast, about it though, yeah. Uh, because ponchos. Uh, I've only heard legend. Wait, you've never been? No. Oh I've lived here God. for my whole I mean... life, and I've never been. In... I mean... Was there a ponchos uh, in Austin? No, there. Yeah, there was. There used to be one in Round Rock. Uh, should oh, yeah. ponchos sponsor the podcast? I mean, they, they could and should. I don't. The, the fact that there's only send two... us food. There's only two remaining ponchos, so I don't really know how big their podcast budget line item is, but there's one in Fort Worth and one in Houston, and that's it. If there's only one or two left, are they really that good? Don't. Don't. Damn! Don't. Don't. They're pretty great. Uh, all you can eat Mexican food. That doesn't sound like a bad idea at all. During a pandemic, not a terrible idea at all. Oh, no, no. This can't miss. It's airtight. Is it a buffet? Yes. Sort of. It's like you walk through the line, <laughs> but the people serve you the food behind glass, and it's always been this way. And it's just then like cafeteria style. It's cafeteria style, and you can always go back up or raise the little flag, the Mexican flag at your table, and get it's more like food. It's like the lubies of Mexican food. Yeah, Mexican lubies. But but lubies isn't lubies isn't all you can eat. It's just cafeteria style. Right. You can just and go massive, go through a massive quantity. Tap you. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I I used to I used to crush a Luan platter like all day. Loved Luby's. Give me that little. Give I've me that never fish. been to Luby's. Give me that fish brick that they have. And, Ooh. Uh, Ooh, I'm gonna say controversial cubes. things, but I'm not a Luby's fan. I'm not a Luby's fan. I'm a Golden Corral uh, girl myself. I can't Luby. I don't fucking Luby. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel's not the. It doesn't fall in the same category because that's table service. It's, We're talking like either cafeteria style or all you can eat buffet. Um, because Cracker Cracker Barrel, so Cracker Barrel falls into I feel Cracker Barrel is just a reskinned IHOP. Like that's the thing is like Denny's, Cracker Barrel, IHOP, and Waffle House all live in the same world. Mm -hmm. No, Cracker Barrel sets itself apart because it has a gift shop. Right, you can buy a brick rocking chair. But if you like took away the gift shop element, (laughs) it's an IHOP. I, I will die. Yeah, I mean, it's just a good old American diner. Yeah. Uh, I saw, I saw someone, someone on Twitter posted yesterday, uh, a, uh, I, I can't remember who it is, so I can't shout them out, but, um, they posted <laughs> happy birthday to me. <laughs> they posted happy birthday to me. And it was a photo of a, the, like the waffle house all-star breakfast, like the big 
like the big, the one you get when you go to Waffle House. And absolutely happy birthday to them. Waffle House rules. I will never hear anyone besmirch a Waffle House. That is a rock solid breakfast spot. Uh, um, it's we'll I've also never been to Waffle House. Oh, Samantha, we're going. It's an absolute. There's one down the street Francis, from me. Francis, have you been? You've been to a Waffle House? Yes, Waffle okay. House. The first time, this isn't a story. The first time I took my partner to Waffle House, uh, a fight broke out at the Waffle House mm-hmm. between the cooks. It was the cooks started like fist fighting each other. They left, one cook remained, and then was like, cool, want some waffles? <laughs> yeah. Back to yeah. business. <laughs> Yeah, Waffle House Waffle House doubles as a Thunderdome yeah, after it's, a certain point in the night. I hop actually. I have a uh, a fight between a server and a customer oh. ingrained in my brain when I was like twelve at IHOP. I'll find my twelve year old diary and we'll send a pic of this. Of the entry Randy, because I was like battled it out on Jesus Day. It was some type of holy thing happening. Do you uh like, do, was a fight. do you still keep a journal? Do you still write in a diary? No, um I've tried to start maybe like ten diaries in my life and mm-hmm. I'm good for like the first four days we're solid. <laughs> and then we just drop off. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the same. I have uh probably half a dozen journals that have one page written in them and they're just like tucked away in a box Mm. just a true waste of trees i feel like i feel like i'm gonna be a memoir dude when i turn 50 like i need to write all this shit down and then just like have a very like faded memory of all these things that i wanted to talk about but never do you have stuff written down no, I don't have anything written down, so it's all going to be pulled from memory. It'll be it's my all memory just writers. like audio files that you dictate to yourself. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Kyle MacLachlan <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, just weird. Hello, Diane. <laughs> I uh, my 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 grandmother just wrote a her memoirs. She has oh. she gave me a copy Whoa. of like, her memoirs, <gasps> and uh, uh, it's very fast. It's very fascinating. It was given to her. So like, what it was. And this is very interesting. It was given to her, it was like a present. It was given to her as a present, and it's a writing exercise, kind of like class. It's almost a class, but it like asks prompts and like basically guides you along to write your memoirs. So it like takes you through like the decades of your life and asks you questions about it. And so kind Uh of like engineers you to build your memoirs and so she did and has my my grandmother is like well into her 80s and has like vivid distinct memories and detailed stuff of like her entire life and i'm like man i don't remember what happened a week ago so i like it it is it is shocking to me the like level of detail and recall that she has well her brain was not ruined by tv and phones so yeah uh, that's really impressive that's it's amazing. Very impressive. And some really cool stories. Really, she's got some really cool stories in there. Uh, Anything embarrassing like, for you? No, nothing embarrassing. No, not, not, well, you know, I haven't read all of it. I've read uh, some <laughs> of it, but, uh, nothing, nothing terrible. So far, nothing embarrassing for me. Because it's mostly about her and her life. So I've read like the fir- like, right. first half of the book. So it's like, you, you know, about growing up. In, he like, hasn't the made it into the yeah, memoir you, yet. Yeah. yeah. Have you, have you gotten... made it to you yet? Not yet. No, so exactly. Okay. I don't enter the scene until the 80s. So there's not her 80s, but the 1980s. Right. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Fingers about, crossed like, you made the cut. She, like, you get all the way through the book and you're just not <laughs> in it at all. She's like, I'm not <laughs> what the hell? Go to like the appendix. Andrew, Andrew, nothing. Come on. <laughs> 
Yeah. Look, I'm looking for all the other grandkids' names. Like, I'm yeah. like, hold on a second. Who's in yeah. Jonathan? was in here six times. <laughs> like, a, it's your uh, own shitty version of Succession. So, uh, uh, tangentially related, uh, mm. there was a there was a, there was a little uh, curfew. So, because uh, I, I did AFF this year, I have been like pulled into screenwriting Twitter. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Which is no, it's a lot of promotion. Um, self-promotion uh, i try to i try no it's sucked into screen like they came to you they came a knocking or what no 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 no. it's just like you just met it up just like now you're there in the click that now that now it feeds me stuff from like screenwriting twitter and it's it. anyway i won't go into it but it's a very like bleak place um but there was there was some talk yesterday there was some talk yesterday about outlining and like doing outlines for like screenplays or pie or like you know uh uh tv episodes or features are like outlining and there was like a big there's like a people who outline and people who like just fucking be bopping and scatting just like, just write something Ew. down who does that gross um see i i ride the fence because what i what i do personally is i like to outline but i keep my outlines very bare bones like very minimal it's just basically like what has to happen in this scene? It's right. like one or two sentences per thing. So you're still camp like, outline. That's still camp outline. You can't just like. Oh no, it's definitely outlines an outline. Yeah. No, no, no. Definitely 100% camp outline. But then like there are people who basically write a novel, who write the novelization of whatever they're writing in their outline. It's like here's a 16 page outline for this 30 minute episode of TV. It's like what the fuck are you no. you wrote half the script already. Like, like that's <laughs> all insane. this missing that's is the script format. just word vomit. Word vomit, <laughs> no outline. <laughs> are there yeah. successful like, script in there? Are there writers in Hollywood who are just bebop and scatting writers that get money? I can just the night before start writing a screenplay and get paid? See, that's that is uh I am made to understand that like if you're if you're camp no outline, you probably won't get work because right. like most networks and speaking specifically of TV, uh, but most likely features as well. Like if you're if you're reporting to a studio of any kind and not doing something independently, it's just like, no, you've gotta make you've got to turn in like outlines. They have to know that you have a fucking plan. Especially if you're in uh, like, for, a room, like, other people need to know like what the fuck we're doing for the episode. Like if you're in a writer's well, room, like if if you're in a writer's room, a writer <laughs> again, uh, I am also made to understand that a lot of the work of a writer's room is essentially building the outline so that right. they can then go like, hey, go write this. They can just yeah. go, here's your outline. Now go like write that the episode or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. So like, yeah, you're going to be writing some outlines. But yeah, it, uh, again, camp no outline is insane to me. Like that feels like very like, chaotic. I want to know. It feels a little too chaotic. Show me a successful camp no outline person. I'd like to shake their hand and just be like, wait, you fucking did it. <laughs> Way to go! You you cracked the code. There's no way. Like, ugh. well, transfer uh, your again. powers to me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Let me touch <laughs> the hem of your garment. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, the because that because I, I I think like you know uh, uh, much like human beings, we need uh, a certain amount of uncertainty. And a certain amount of certainty, both of those things in somewhat equal measure to like have a successful and like fulfilling life. 
and I would mm. I would uh, extrapolate that into the micro of writing something is that you need to have a little bit of both in that in, in that creative process of like okay I like the certainty of an outline so I know the structure but then I like the uncertainty of like getting into a scene and then just like having two characters act and react to each other and whilst also the fun and magic of like, okay, they hear like the people in the scene and they need to get here. Like this is what needs to be accomplished in this scene in order to like further the plot. And then that's like your, the fun part is like a writer is now you get to like, it like make, do that magic trick every right. time. Like you just get to like make that and engineer that. And that's like the fun part of it. And it's when like people are doing like 16 to 20 page outlines of something. It's just like, man, no. this seems like so clinical as to be like, boring this would feel like, like a, this feels like this feels like homework brain to me which like is such a magic killer in my right. mind it's like well yeah, yeah. It's like now go rewrite the thing in script format it's like Bleh. anyway all that is to say <laughs> i went on a long tangent there all that is to say camp minimal outline is what camp minimal, minimal outline, outline. Check, out your, check out your Gigi's uh memoir <laughs> And check out my grandmother's memoir. Yeah. Uh, coming to a bookshelf near me. It's only near yeah. me. It's right there. Uh, yeah. Is that the prize today for the rapid fire? Just a copy oh, of yeah. your grandmother's memoir. Are you going to copy of my grandmother's memoirs? Yeah. What's your grandma's name? Her name is. Oh. Oh. You want to. My grandmother's name. Oh. Just such a grandmother name. Delora Joyce. Very good. Wow, Delora, yeah. Delora Joyce—that is a grandma name. Delora Joyce. Did yeah. she have a uh, uh, Delora a Joyce Martin Polk? Or was she just <laughs> was she just Grandma Dolores growing up? Oh, just Grandma. Ah, we just call her Grandma. No, no so, game game. We didn't really have like both of my like. I mean, my my Mexican side of the family would call my grandmother Abuelita, but like, no, we don't have like grand no, like no nicknames. no gam gams. Names. You have. Did, do y'all have like little, uh, uh, do you have? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nicknames? I had a, I had one grandma and then we, the other grandma wanted to be called Grana and I was like two and Grana. I just kept going, I was like, oh, your name's Nani. That's what it is. And then it's just been that now <laughs> for like, if she's in my phone is Nani. You got one, one normal grandma, one Nani. What about one you, Fran? What's, what's your, uh, grandparent nicknames? Um, my family's from Ecuador and my grandma, well, grandma is Mami Fanny, her name is <laughs> Annie, mm -hmm. and uh, my other grandma, rest in peace, is Mami Loli. So we're not very creative, actually. Mm. We're just like Mami. Yeah, yep. same. My grandparents were just grandma, grandpa, both sides. Pretty plain Jane. My nephew calls my mom, who's his grandmother, Nina, which is just a woman's name. Her, her name's not <laughs> Nina. Her name's Deanna, but she just calls her Nina. <laughs> And then my her great grandma, like his great grandmother, is Gigi, which is also a well, just a woman's name. Like people can be named Gigi and Nina. Like that's those are people. <laughs> so the grandchildren just rename the elders of the family. Yeah, you just got, yeah, you just got <laughs> renamed by your grandchild. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I I I feel like also uh, Grant. Uh, Typically, I don't know. For I feel like the people that I know that come from like different ethnicities, different e ethnic backgrounds, or like different countries, like of course they have different like names for like you know grandmother and grand grandfather, and so like they even if they don't like speak that language, they still adopt like the you know 
mm. grandparent, like the the cultural grandparent nickname for for yeah. that like their particular place, place or heritage, yeah. which is nice, which is a little like you know uh, a, a little bit of a little a uh, bit of flavor. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, if, so if you guys are are really interested, uh, yes, the winner of today is uh, oh Opa thank and you. Oma for for those are, oh, those are very those are very Czech. Those are very Czech and <laughs> Swedish. Uh, yeah, or German, whatever yeah. the uh... yeah, some Eastern Bloc country. Uh, as you were saying, Andrew, <laughs> uh, uh, if you want to check out somebody's grandparents today, how do they? Ch what? Oh no, 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 no! Yeah, the, the the winner of the winner of the rapid fire at the end will get a copy of my grandmother. Ah, yes, very good. Uh, Great. Oh, we should. Yeah. Uh, we should definitely start the start show. show. Someone yeah. in the someone in the uh, 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 chat said abuelita, uh, which is uh, little grandma in Spanish. It's, uh, that's what it <laughs> that's means. That's what we call Drew. That's what, yeah, that's yeah, what they call me. Anytime, anytime I try to post to Instagram, anytime I try to use the How to Texas Instagram, they just say Abuelita and then do it themselves because uh, I don't understand social media at all. So, at all. It sounds like it came from the elderly and then we move it along. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Please fix this grandpa speech. Uh, Andrew, what's our, what's our first question today? Our first question, I am pulling it up right now. Uh, beep, 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 beep. Okay. First question on them. Oh, wait, hold on a second. We got a little like housekeeping to do, which is to oh, shout right. out once again. You got you to gotta read the ad again. I got to read the ad again, which is for ExpressVPN, sucka. Uh, ExpressVPN.com slash RTTV to check them out. Uh, we appreciate them sponsoring the show uh, because, yes, like I said, they keep your data private. It's a little app on my phone. Couldn't be easier. Click it. Boom. VPN, uh, keep mask my IP address, encrypts the data, keeps it out of hackers' hands, keeps what you're searching out of your uh, ISPs uh, mitts. Um, it's really great. And uh, I said I was going to do it over Thanksgiving. I am going to do it over Christmas. I'm going to watch some region-specific TV because that's one of the other things you can do is you can like set oh like set my VPN to France or G Germany watch uh, uh, Opa's house or as we were just talking about and uh, or whatever shows they have over there because uh, because you can use uh, VPN to set a, your phone to or, or laptop or whatever to a different region which is pretty cool and I will do that over Christmas I, I promise you that um, but because some shows are available uh, not in America uh, and elsewhere and you can watch it using expressvpn so we we appreciate them sponsoring the show uh so check them out like i said at expressvpn.com slash rttv thank you and on with the show okay what's the, why did you cut to me you thought i was gonna <laughs> yawn didn't you cody you thought i was gonna fucking yawn. You thought I was yawn my phone. You were gonna... <laughs> <laughs> what's the first question the first question today is What's the most Texas thing you do? Because we have the How to Texas podcast on. I'm asking, what's the most Texas thing you do? What is it? Uh, so I will. Uh, let's uh, start with Sam. Sam, what is the most Texas oh, thing you do? Aha! I asked these questions last night. You had all morning. You had all morning to think about it. I mean, I did think about it, and I couldn't come up with anything other than not get abortions. Ah, very good. Uh, I'm not, I realize I'm not very Texas. <gasps> I mean, I just, I, oh, New York I don't, City. I don't prescribe. Pace yeah, I love Pace. <laughs> uh, you have. She loves, you love tacos. Yep. 
You're, yeah, you're, I feel like I'm that's Mexican, an Austin thing. <laughs> it's also a Mexican thing. <laughs> too, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, to be fair, Texas used to be a Mexican thing. Uh, sure, that's true. true. Well, specifically, breakfast tacos, that's a really Texas thing. That is a very Texan thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do love a breakfast taco. Samantha, your partner is one of the most Texan people I've ever met in my whole life. I feel like... Uh, She's the, from the birthplace of Texas independence. Yeah. So I feel like that that is your that's I feel like that's your stake to claim like uh uh the amount of Texas that is in your home is very high and you just yeah I spend a lot of time with her conservative family that's the most Texas oh, thing I do <laughs> that uh, hey listen that is that is a very tech okay put it on the board survey says yeah this family <laughs> style thing definitely high up on the list of texas things is spending time with conservative family yeah, i feel 100%. like that right. is a that is a big time texas thing uh and, and, and you know i, I want to say I, I don't want to you know uh, i you know everything's bigger in texas people like to say that but i truly believe that like yeah it, spending time with the uh, conservative family big time texas yeah so yeah. uh right. godspeed I'm sorry. Now. you also own a, a <laughs> wide you also own a wide wide assortment of cactus like oh, may, i sure. feel like that's a very texan southwestern thing yeah I and you're right yeah and you have a whataburger order also a very texan thing Ooh. yeah but i had you know i hadn't had whataburger until last year but now you have pronounced you... whataburger water yeah. burger yeah water um, water burger so, so wait hold on a second tim how long have you been in texas how long have you lived here i've been here since 2012 and my grandpa's from lubbock so i feel like texas is what? Very... i didn't yeah, know that, knew that. yeah no, i didn't she never listened. learning new things every day <laughs> just uh, uh just peeling away uh, layer like an onion layer after layer mm -hmm. uncovering yeah. new things about each other that's what this podcast is all about um that's a little bit of, a so, little bit of therapy a little bit of new new friendship uh, uh information that's right uh exactly glad now, to provide it sorry you said you have been here since 2012 and you didn't have whataburger until last year well, I don't eat meat, and so there's, oh, I never okay, well, figured there was anything to eat there. But then I was introduced to the jalapeno biscuit breakfast sandwich and changed my life. Ooh. Changed your life. I gained 30 pounds. In <laughs> yeah. I now have a heart condition because I yeah. so many jalapeno. Changed doctors, my life. <laughs> doctors hate her. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. You get that jalapeno. Jesus. Oh, man. It's good. Uh, but yeah, I'm not, now I'm pro Whataburger. Water you can, it's however, it's however it comes out your mouth. Whataburger. Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, Whataburger is one of those things that uh, I, I believe originated in Corpus. Um, mm -hmm. And now are, it, there are more places than, I mean, they used to be just like exclusively Texas, I believe, but I think they're starting to branch out into more places because they, like most things, I feel like got bought by a, a, a bigger company. Illinois. Uh, they're now at, Chicago. Oh, there you go. Really? Um, well, mm -hmm. yeah. No longer a Texas since they were family owned until, again, I'm going to keep trying recently. to bring it back to Succession just because I really want to talk about Succession today because I really enjoyed the finale. But I uh, cried. Style, we can talk about it later, Drew, but I was uh, like. Did you cry? I did. I cried. Who did There's you cry for? Who do you cry of... for in Succession, Francis? It's too, many it's too many spoilers, but it's the level of betrayal. It's all the uh, forms of betrayal in one very fast moment. So and, uh, I'm gonna stop everyone right there. I'm watching. I'm in season two right now. 
So yeah, I'm, oh, keep. I'm well, not caught up. Everything. Walt. Uh, Walt dies at the end. So. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that's it was a all, show. It, sorry, sorry, that's a different <laughs> show. Sorry that. uh, um, in, in fact, it was all a dream. Bob Newhart. It was in a snow globe. There was some other. It was Saint Elsewhere and Bob Newhart show all in a one. A joke. A joke for absolutely <laughs> zero people, Andrew. For the all Bob the grandmas Newhart. and grandpas. I got that there. joke. Thank you. I got it. Bob yeah. Newhart final episode. To anybody in our audience who understood Andrew's reference, type type one in the chat because I yeah, guarantee get, nobody let's, did. Let's get a one in the chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah type 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 in your AARP subscription uh, number uh, into the chat to let me know that you got that Bob Newhart reference. Um, Jesus appreciate Christ. Ya. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, um, that's a very, uh, so being, being in a relationship with a Texas person is the most Texas thing you do. Is that? Uh, yeah, is that I, guess that's, yeah. I guess that's, yeah. That's good. That takes a back. Yeah. I appreciate that. Fucking big red cake. I'd never had that before, and that's a very text. You made a big red cake. Oh yeah, I made a she big made red her cake partner successfully. Yeah, it was. A it was good, right? It was cake. great. Have you ever had a big red cake, Andrew? No. It's like it's just like any other cake, but it's filled with red dye number four. <laughs> uh, but it's also wet. It's a wet cake. It's like it's a guaranteed leches. cavities. Yeah. Oh yeah. With big red instead of leches, and it's like that sounds terrible, but it's really good. Also, I was really apprehensive. For, <laughs> apologies for everyone who about my pronunciation of the word leches. I feel like that's I just it hurts the most yeah, anglicized. Getting it a little better. Yeah, I'm no, doing, that was uh, that was rough. I'm going to Pancho's to get some leches, some trace Ooh, leches. Leches, yeah. uh, It's like oh my god, oh that's a bumpy landing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what? You 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 tried, and that's uh, that's that's what fucking counts around these parts. Uh, no, I, uh, I've never had a big red cake, you know, it, it, uh, down here, speaking of Texas, uh, very, uh, uh big red is a soda. It's very popular to enjoy, be enjoyed with barbecue and, uh, mm -hmm. because it's just, uh, um, uh, it's, uh, red cream soda is essentially mm -hmm. what big red is. It's red cream soda. Yeah. Um, it just tastes like cream soda to me. Yeah, yeah it is. It's red, it is. it's red cream soda. Um, uh, but they call it big red. Now, uh, I... I am 100% in camp. Enjoy the big red with barbecue. I don't know what it is, what the magic of it is, but it is. And see, here's the thing: like barbecue, I, I'm from Texas. I've lived here my entire life. I barbecue is probably like number four or five down the list of like. If there are other options, I go for other oh, options. Sure. Like I'll do a pizza, a burger, seafood. Also, uh, sandwich like these are all these all come in a little bit above barbecue for me un like, unless somebody's doing their own backyard smoking like uh, all the restaurant debate of like who's got the best barbecue in texas it's like it's burned meat y'all it's all the same like it's just the same like you put a bunch of pepper on some meat and you cooked it for a while now it's crunchy and good unless you're rolling it up in your backyard and it's like you're known as like a backyard chef i'm whatever i'll go and eat your meat sandwich that's fine but <laughs> Like I, I don't, I don't get the hype around. Uh, hey, hey, come check yeah. out my big, my big pepper meat. Like I just not yeah. missing anything. Not at all. I mean, see, I you always felt like game. I was missing out on this culture. You know, there's such like a fandom around it. I don't. Uh, I, I just never I think understood. If you're not from Texas, because you can't really get that great of barbecue in other places, or at least not Texas barbecue in other places, then you're sure. missing out. Sure. 
barbecue that they claim is very good. They have other states do burn their meat differently and they put different <laughs> kinds of pepper on it and then they and different kinds of sauce, sauce. yeah, but, vinegar yeah. based or like mustard based <laughs> or whatever it is. It's based, yeah. There's, yeah, you can go all sorts of ways, but at the end of the day, it's just like it, meat. <laughs> and, and and listen, like, so you know, I mean, we might have talked about this on a previous episode, but uh, who cares? The thing about Texas, the thing about barbecue, and especially Austin with barbecue, is we're very precious about it and very protective. Of so it. precious people here. Make people make a big deal out of it. And here's the thing: people wait in line for Franklin. I've had Franklin barbecue. It's very good. It's very good. But people wait in line for barbe barbecue for like three hours. No food is worth waiting three hours for because if it's the best barbecue in Austin, the Next best barbecue in Austin is better because I don't have to wait three hours for it. Do you understand? Like, whatever the second best is, is better because you don't have to wait three hours. Yeah. Those three hours could be spent just filling your gob full of meat. Right. You don't have to wait that for it. Is right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm a busy man. We're on a rocket sled to the grave. Get me that fucking meat now. Give me meat. No time for this. We did a Rooster Teeth vlog back in the day where we went to Franklin's and a couple of people whipped out their Switch and just started playing Mario Kart in the parking lot. And I was like, that's a genius way to spend an entire time in line is just playing some Mario Kart with your bros while you wait on your you big meat Did you Mario? I did for he fun, did. just to see if you'd Ooh. catch it. We oh. should ask Francis the same question. Francis, <laughs> what's the most Texan thing about you? Oh yeah, that's right. We've just been, be we've just been riffing. We've been riffing, um, we've been doing meat riffs. So to be honest, I saw your question five minutes before because when five, you told me that there are questions, most of our guests actually take. To, um, like, usually, people um, roll on the show and be like, "What are we doing?" and be like, "Oh, here's the question." Who are you? Yeah. What are the questions? Um. So I wasn't born in Texas, but I moved here when I was like four. So I feel like an honorary Texan, and I yes. grew up in a, the Houston Sugarland area. And wow. I would say the most Texan thing that I do is that uh, political standings aside, because we suck there, um, I'm like, Texas is great. People are nice. So you champion and Texas? Is that your, the most Texas, Texas thing you do? That's how we just, yes. Okay. I was I like, you didn't answer Texas. the question. You just like pivoted to <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I champion Texas, and I uh, I type y'all a lot. I don't use you have it. like a lot of Texas pride, but I but I type it a lot. I'm like yes, y'all. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, y'all is is the perfect catch-all. Like, it it it's great. Take it nationwide. I feel like this is. I feel like using y'all could be Texas's greatest export. Everybody, all the bases. <laughs> Everybody else's version of y'all sucks. Like, sucks. it's the worst. Like, Illinois yens? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Yens? That's not a thing. That's what? A hundred percent. Like, when instead of saying y'all, they say yens. Or like, yeah, they. Oh yeah, same thing with like what? like Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they say yens. Get yeah. the fuck out How of here with that. How do you spell that? that? Y e n s. Who cares? <laughs> Why do they say? I have to. We don't know. This. It's unclear. Unclear. It's that. gross. But yeah, yeah. But I think the rest of them are just sexist because it's it's usually you guys. You guys. You guys. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Y'all yeah. means all, and it works. 
Right. It's and it, and it, yeah, the Eng why the English language doesn't have a nosotros form again, my terrible Spanish, uh, is baffling <laughs> to me. Did you just say the Appreciate name of the, the ship effort. from Alien? Yeah, I did. The Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Nostromos. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going. Nostromo. No, we don't we, have a Nostromos. Uh, Nostromos. Nostromos Vamanos, y'all. Um, yep. I'm still stuck I don't know on yens. Yen, yeah, yens. Scram. Beat it. Ugh. Yeah, hit, oh. the, hit the bricks, yeah. yens. It's, it's, it's Sorry. All, all day. All right. day, every day. <laughs> hey, Andrew, can I ask you a question since you're born and raised here? Yeah. Oh, so sorry. But, somebody in chat said, sorry, sorry. Somebody in chat said Philly says use. Yeah, use. Yins. Oh, wait. Say, someone said yins is a Pittsburgh thing, specifically I, Pittsburgh. Oh. And there's like a Chicago one as well. Fran, what's your question? I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear any more <laughs> yeah. variations on this. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's upsetting. My partner is very Texan, born and raised here, and he eats, he pours peanuts into his Dr. Pepper and eats it. Yeah. Uh, do you do I've that? Heard of this. I've met one other Texan that does that, but they're both like born and raised. I've heard of boiled peanuts. I've never heard of anyone so doing salted that. peanuts. You pour it into your Dr. Pepper, and it's supposed to be a treat. Dude, they were doing some weird shit with Dr. Pepper before they got a PR person. Like, hot Dr. <laughs> Pepper was a thing for a while. Like, you're like for a holiday treat. Also, all soft drinks in general are weird to me because they're all meant to be mixers. Like Mountain Dew was meant to be mixed with bourbon or whiskey. And it's like, what yeah. are you supposed to, if, what the fuck are you supposed to mix into Big Red? That's weird because I've never even had Mountain Dew and whiskey. Right. You just drink it. At, that right. sounds gross. Mountain Dew is like a, a, if, a another word for whiskey. It's like Mountain, like. Uh, oh, like, like Moonshine. Yeah, like Moonshine, the Mountain Dew. But. I've heard of this peanut Dr. Pepper thing. I that's gross. And does he do it? Does Tim does uh, Topo Chico do that? Yeah, road Thanks. trip Topo Chico does it Yikes. into like a can or a bottle. Just but you do right okay. There's there are steps, right? Gas station, salty peanuts. Okay, and Dr. Acquire Pepper. Peanuts. You gotta drink. Yeah, you gotta acquire peanuts. You gotta drink a little <laughs> bit of the Dr. Pepper so there's space because when you pour in the peanuts, it's Dr. that Dr. much Pepper peanuts. It's the whole packet of peanuts. It's the whole bag no. of peanuts. It's like a. It's Wait, does like he a chew redneck. the peanuts? Does <laughs> he eat the peanuts he after? He drinks and eats them at the same time. No, so, it's as you're drinking it. You're drinking and eating it. It's chunky forever. Dr. Pepper. Some kind of redneck Gross. bubble tea is what that is. Yeah, that is right. Uh. <laughs> redneck boba tea. One hundred percent. Okay, so Drew, you are absolutely right. Okay, Dr. Pepper is the most successful, like, roadside attraction yeah. that ever was. Like, it is, like, it's, like, every everything done with Dr. Pepper was based on, like, some, like, side, like a medicine show type nonsense. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, put uh, hot Dr. Pepper. Put Dr. Pepper in, uh, uh, like, oh, yeah, soak a pickle in Dr. Pepper and eat it. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What is this? Dr. Pepper Jello. It has doctor. It has doctor in the name for its medicinal properties. There's prunes in it. Like the whole, uh, the entire stick of Dr. Pepper. I can't handle it. All that, I all that love said, Dr. All that said my favorite Me soda. Too. No, it's my favorite soda. Yeah. But don't, like, don't fuck with it. Just don't. It's way better it than Big Red. Coca Cola. Oh, yeah. I mean, as evil as they are, as they're all evil, but like as evil as Coca Cola is, that's the best beverage. Classic. Done. Mm, mm, no, see, well, I'm a doctor. I'm a Dr. Pepper. I'm a Dr. Pepper myself. person. But if Andrew, we're doing Coke versus Pepsi, Coke all the way. Sure. 
Andrew, you're you're old enough. Did you get to try new Coke as a child baby? Oh, and Sam, you might be old <laughs> enough. I don't. Did you um, get to any new Cokes? I never tried new Coke. In the '80s, they released a product called Coke, and it was just in a it was a different formula that was supposed to be more similar to Pepsi. And so you had Coke and Coca Cola Classic, and uh, it caused a big like kerfuffle. I only but know about this because of like I love the '80s on VH1. I only know about it because of the Billy Joel song, We Didn't Start the Fire. So what? how about that? Where I get all my history. There's that uh, line, uh, Rock and Rolla Cola Wars. The Cola Wars of the 80s was apparently a oh. whole thing. Wow. Yeah, there it was. Uh, but I, uh, I heard that that was like a, or a legend has it that that was like one of those like big PR, like marketing stunts where they like release uh. like new Coke and everyone hates it because it did suck, as I recall. And uh, then could do this big return to form Coca-Cola classic. So it's like, save oh, the world. The, yeah, exactly. It's like, guys, we're back. We're back, baby. Like everyone loves it. And then, uh, then their sales shot through the roof. Story. Exactly. Right. They went, they went, they went sky high. Um, Answer so, the question, Andrew, uh, should... and then we have to we have to bo boogie. Oh, what's the most Texas thing I do? I mean, it's probably a hunt and like shoot guns. Although that's not like specifically Texas, but uh, uh, being from like a, a hill country ranching family, uh, encouraged. <laughs> encouraged. Uh, yeah, I, I I would say that's probably that's that's probably it. Uh, is uh, spend time uh, in the in deep south Texas in the brush country. Uh, Hunting and fishing—that's uh, probably the most like Texas thing I do. Things aren't specific to Texas, but it's uh, it's you know, it's part of the part of family heritage mm -hmm. uh, on my on my dad's side of the family certainly. Um, but uh, anyway, we got to move on to the second question. That's my answer. Uh, second question uh, in the last in these in no, Cody, these last five we're gonna minutes. push it. It's twelve fifty eight. We're gonna we're gonna wait. Cody just popped the rapid fire graph. Mine says twelve fifty five. Yeah, I'm gonna wait until 12:58 before we have to go before we do the rapid. Okay, cool. Really very, very quickly. That second question. Very quickly. Uh, what is the most creative solution you have found on set? Uh, <laughs> the first, the first thing that I thought of was uh, when we I I was a script supervisor on Bloodfest and. Um, yep. And we had to shoot, We sh so you shoot scenes out of order, you know, and so we were in one location for uh, like a stairwell or hallway and they had to go through the door, but what was on the other side of the door, we were shooting in another location, so it wasn't the same door, but they opened on different sides, mm -hmm. like the doorknob was on the left, but it didn't match the reverse, and so I had to suggest that we shoot everything mirrored and everybody had to like switch their props that they were holding and stuff so that they could flip it in post and it would match. I, vaguely, I vaguely remember this problem and you like, you That's like, pretty cool. That's yeah. amazing, Samantha. We're just, cool yeah, we got lucky because no one had like text on them. So we didn't have to worry about like things looking backwards. Oh, very cool. That is a, that is a, that is a, yeah, that is a capital C creative solution. I love that. Um, yes. Same question. Francis? Fran. Uh, beat that. Didn't, I'm not going to beat it. I don't even know. Um, let's see. Um, I did Skunk Works for an auteur filmmaker. And Skunk Works is just like a, we did like a, we were doing images of the universe. 
but okay. in oh, a I... in a water tank in a fish tank oh and i know uh, what filmmaker you're talking about <laughs> yes images of the universe in a fish tank and um not so much at creative as more like hustle solutions um to find things that had certain colors in it um and we used uh milk milk to make the milky way it wasn't the milky way but some type of space sure thing, sure sure had that and i'm like we got we got this and i was very very low on the totem pole and uh that's the first thing i could think of on the spot i passed it to drew i don't answer questions andrew what's the what's your answer what uh, I, told you this. I, I, I don't answer questions. I don't tell stories. That's the whole thing I do on the show. You've done nothing on, but tell stories on, on this episode so far. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't out me. Uh, <laughs> Roses, what do you got? Uh, I'm, I, I think it was probably when I was uh, doing like onset rewrites on uh, Laser Team 2, when I was like basically rewrote the entire uh, second and third acts of that movie, like on the day, like mm -hmm. while, they were, while they were filming it. I was there. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was a lot of fun um but yeah it was it was one of those things where it was just like and i can't even remember the specifics of it but it really was just like okay we need a like a rewrite of this scene like right now because like this doesn't make sense like this doesn't add up and it was like okay uh like scramble like write something down like okay here like we'll fix these like lines this will reference this this has the so it was just like that's probably the mad dash like on the day like fix something that uh so your most creative uh thing on set is writing a movie that you're shooting on set yeah 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 that's that's stressful. Really creative and stressful the best answer the most what? the most you, you really you really picked the question that how you you win for best answer of like yeah well <laughs> yeah. i wrote the i wrote a movie i guess you get to keep your grandma's uh memoirs yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for the rapid fire this is the rapid fire uh, starting well, right oh, now but it uh, okay yeah no go ahead right no now. finish it finish it no 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 no, we got to get to it. Oh got to rapid fire. God. Let's do it. Fine. Thank you, Cody. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fran, you're going to go first. So I'm going to ask you a series of rapid fire questions. You have a minute. They don't have to be the right answer. They just have to be answered. If you pass on any of the questions that make you feel uncomfortable or weird, you don't want to answer them, you can say pass. You don't get a point for a pass. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. That's not the first question. I will. The timer starts as soon as I finish asking you the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Also not the first question. Here we go. I How watched a lot one... of Family Feud. Huh? What? I watched a lot of Family Feud. Uh, okay, up, then so you're ready. Perfect. I've trained for this. Great. How much of one giant earthworm do you think you could eat before you pass up or threw out? Threw up or passed out? Ew. Two feet. That's a lot of earthworm. <gasps> pancake and a waffle iron. Is it a pancake or a waffle? It's a pancake. Uh, if you were expertly covered in feathers, do you think you could fly? Yeah, totally. Just uh, gotta jump. Have you ever killed an animal? Not on purpose. How many mandarin oranges do you think you could eat in one sitting? Oh, five. I've done this how old, <laughs> how, how old is too old? Uh, keep on going and as long as everything's still working. So there's have no too stood, old. Have you ever been stood up? Uh, yes. Have you ever punched a hole in drywall? No, I'm not crazy. If you had to underhand chuck things for the rest of your life, would that be okay with you? Yes, maybe not so much for the receiver. Where is someplace you never want to visit? Marlar. What's it called? Marlargo? Mar Largo. I can't even say. I can't say it. I don't like it. Time. 
Andrew, how'd she do? It's a flat circle. Oh, okay. (laughs) 10. 10. Jesus. Just so you guys know, the record is 25, Francis. Whoa. (laughs) Sam, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. All right. Um, Have you ever eaten your own boogers? No. Would you eat a, a pizza with pineapple on it? Yes. Do you think city squirrels taste better or worse than country squirrels? Probably worse. How long do you think it would take you to dig a grave? Uh, six months. What's the least amount of money to shave your head? Uh, $10,000. Mustard or ketchup or mayonnaise? Ketchup. The best Girl Scout cookie? Uh, uh, Dozy Doz. Can you show me how much you think seven centimeters is? <laughs> What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, we talked about it. Rhinestone Cowboy. Which fruit do you think you could throw the farthest? Uh, a grape. Uh, how many ants do you think it would take you to lift you off the ground? <laughs> a hundred thousand. Uh, what's the worst partner nickname? Uh, baby. Have you ever stolen from a job? Yes. Can you drive stick? No. Time. Fourteen. Fourteen. That's it. Fourteen. Also, um, Sam, not to call you a liar, but everyone's eaten their boogers. Everyone's that is just them. wrong. <laughs> no, I just used to put them on the wall. You, oh, just scream them on the wall. That's oh. disgusting. God in heaven. Until last okay. year. Um, Guys, yeah. <laughs> check out How to Texas anywhere you get your podcasts. This is the most where you can also yeah. listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to us both back to back it. Back to back it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the show. Thank you so much. Uh, we will have a show next week that will be pre-recorded with uh, very funny comedians, Kath Barbadoro and uh, Mike McRae. And uh, then after that, there'll be a rerun for Christmas because we want to have some fun time with the family. But we love you all very much. We'll see you soon. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.